Hello, and welcome to this very special episode of the Untitled Podcast. It is almost the one-year anniversary of this podcast, actually. On the day that I'm recording this, it's May 25th. I started this podcast on May 31st. I am recording this early because I fear that I will forget. Actually, actually, it's May 30th, not May 31st. I don't even remember my own anniversary. May 30th. So in five days, but I'm recording it now because, as I said, I'll forget. So it's been a year. I did not come into this recording with any notes or any major points I wanted to talk about, but really just wanted to sit here and run my mouth for a while. Just reflecting on the past year, I think for myself as someone who has like an interest in creating things and has really begun to dabble in art and just other mediums besides podcasting, I think that I had a very good start in podcasting. I think everything else I've done up to this point, every other dot I've connected, every word I've written, every project I've completed is has in some way been based in this very particular podcast. And for that, I've been very grateful just to having an outlet to talk into the void because I used to think that Everything I had on my mind needed to be spoken about to another person. Sometimes I'm just not in the mood to argue. Like I do like to address like counter arguments, of course, when I can and when I feel like it. But sometimes it's also nice to just get the thoughts out of your head because it really just gives me an opportunity to solidify my own opinions because I have to do research for quite a few of these episodes so that I know what I'm talking about. And it's just... I don't know. I think those particular episodes. So for example, I'm looking now, um, season two, episode two, uh, what you should know about hunger and food deserts in the U S I had to do quite a bit of research for that one, um, for statistics and sources and like maps of food deserts across the country, et cetera. Like I had to do genuine research on that. And it was a very educational experience for me, but also just allowed me to solidify my stance on that issue, which is really only one correct stance as to what we should do about food deserts, but you get my point. It's just, and then other episodes that are more so based in my own personal experiences and my own observations. So the second episode of the first season, Intelligence, Academics, and Bad Professors, was very much just a bunch of my own experiences and my own observations as a college student. And I think it was a really great opportunity to just put my thoughts out there. As I said, it's very therapeutic for me to just get these things off my mind. If I don't record them and upload them, I'll just sit in my room and stare at a wall and talk to myself for an hour. So why not just share it with you all? So I hope that this past year of content has been enjoyable for you all. I've had my rough patches working on this podcast. Um, I took a very long hiatus last year in October only about two episodes or three episodes into the second season. I fell off for about six months and then I came back and then I was incredibly inconsistent. Um, and then if you've been keeping up, which I hope you have, I mass released the last like six episodes of season two, um, in like one sitting, like I just uploaded all of them. This was like last month. And that was a, kind of tough for me because I had such high expectations for season two. I feel like I was very consistent with my season one rollout 
terms of always trying to upload at the same day and time every week. Um, I try to be very good about promoting on social media and like getting my episodes out there. And I had all these really big ideas for season two. I had my logo redesigned and I'm very grateful for that artist that did that work and I'm happy to tag them. And they're tagged in the original post as well, where I revealed the new logo, but I got a new logo. I made a what's, um, what's coming new, something like that. What's new in season two video that I spent so long working on. I just, I had an entire rollout in mind. I started a bi-weekly newsletter to fill the gaps between episodes. So you would get reminders of the episodes that were coming out the next week. And then you would also get like the episodes that were coming out the week previously, the songs I'm listening to, the shows I'm watching, pop culture moments. Like I thought it was a great idea. I felt like I was really onto something. Like I had this really, really big plan for season two and I hit massive burnout like three episodes into the season. And that was a very hard thing for me to reckon with. I, it was just, it was time consuming. I think another thing, I think the big thing that started to eat up my time was season two. And maybe if I hadn't tried to do this, I could have continued with the rollout, but I don't edit my episodes. If you listen to anything in season one, it is not edited. I say, um, a lot. I know when you're getting into podcasting, that's something that people always tell you to edit out breathing moments, moments where you're thinking, I take a sip of water. I don't edit it out. These are, these episodes are like an hour, an hour and a half long. I do not have the time to pick through every little gap in the episode and delete it. It's just, it's ridiculous. And with season two, I wanted to just make cleaner content. Like I wasn't going to get everything, but I was using this program called Descript. And so I could, I was editing the transcript. It wasn't just an audio file where you're looking at like lines and moving. That was just too much for me, but there was so, it was time consuming. It was great. And I always felt better about the episodes after the fact. So if you listen to like the first two to three episodes of season two, they sound cleaner than usual. The audio quality is better than usual. And that there's a reason for that. And I do think that the last two episodes, oh, the last like six episodes of season two just sound like garbage because I didn't go through my, even my usual like light editing process of like balancing audio and like background noise and so I just I think that was the big thing I took on for myself that I hadn't previously done and so I found that even though I was uploading once every two weeks even that wasn't enough time and I considered doing once a month I was just hitting extreme burnout it was the beginning of my sophomore year I needed to nip it in the bud very quickly because if I'm experiencing burnout in September what am I supposed to do for the rest of the semester like how am I going to get my work done and so I went on hiatus and it was an indefinite hiatus it was supposed to be one to two months, actually. I was going to give a specific date, but I was like, don't do that to yourself. And I made it indefinite. And it was indeed indefinite. Um, and I think at first, um, I think this is something I really want to say because since starting this podcast, I've had like a couple people, and by a couple, I mean like three um, people that I know have reached out talking to me about starting a podcast and like just tips and advice and whatever. And I've been very happy to give it to them and I've been very honest, but I think something I didn't touch on enough that I'm hoping they're listening to now or just for anybody else that whether you're working on a podcast or anything else, like remotely creative, anything where you're creating content or working on some kind of project is that your, your primary audience is yourself and the, the person and people that you seek to satisfy the most should always be yourself. And I think when I was planning for season two, I was thinking really, really hard about 
my listeners, which is not a bad thing. I'm very grateful for anyone who listens and sends me a message being like, hey, I listen to it. It always makes me feel very warm inside, very pleased. But when everything that you do is to satisfy other people and you feel like you're living up to the expectations of others because I'm like, oh, I can't skip uploading this week because even if two people listen to it, those two people are expecting me to upload and I had to upload it the same day. It was just a lot of pressure that I was putting on myself, which was unnecessary pressure because this was supposed to be a hobby and I turned it into a full-time job and it was bringing me stress. I think that was the thing. Season two was very difficult for me because I mass recorded. I, as you know, I mass record my episodes, uh, whether I upload every week or biweekly, I never record and edit and upload in the same week. That doesn't, that doesn't happen. I always Season one was mass recorded in two weeks. Season two was the same thing, but season two was difficult because I was taking a summer college class. I was working on an internship. I was working on another project and I had the podcast and I was also gearing up to travel. Like I had to record 10 episodes in about and plan because it's not that these were pre-planned. I had to plan and do research and record and everything. In this case, it was more like a week and a half. I think it did in almost 10 days. It was very difficult for me. It's a very high stress situation for me. And I thought that after I recorded, like the rollout would be very like easy. It would be a lot less stressful. And it wasn't like that. I was even more stressed. And that's when it stopped bringing me joy. And that's when I knew I needed to step away from it for an indefinite period of time. I was also going through very extreme burnout and writer's block. And I couldn't produce an ounce of work. And I was just, it was the first time that burnout had taken on a physical form for me. And another reason that season two was even recorded that late in the first place was because between season one and two, I also went through a massive burnout that lasted for about a month and a half. Again, very first time that burnout became physical. I couldn't get out of bed. My head was hurting every single day, all day long. I felt sick to my stomach. I was just in pain. I just I was, my body was on its last legs, very literally. So all of this is to say, I never got around to the advice that I said I was giving, but it's just when you're serving other people in that way and you're pushing yourself beyond your limits to serve others, you're not helping them and you're not helping yourself. And so I think when you go into something like a podcast, what is it that you want? Like always think about what is it that you want? What do you want your content to sound like? What works best for you, not what works best for others and what's most convenient for others. I know there's a lot of strategy, especially when it comes to marketing. Like this is the ideal time to upload because this is when the most people are going to listen. And when it came to season two, I organized my schedule around that. I changed the day that I usually upload. I changed the time of day that I usually upload because I was like, oh, like people are going to be in school now. It's no longer summer. Um, this is the best time to upload so they listen to it. And because I changed it, it was no longer convenient for me. It became highly inconvenient for me and it created more stress for myself. And so again, a situation where I, I do want to like help others and like kind of accommodate your request, of course, because it is for me, this is a project, this is a hobby for myself, but I know that the bigger intention of me starting this podcast was to help others in the sense of having someone to relate to in terms of particular experiences, just having the feeling that you're not enduring something alone. But at the same time, I, I can't accomplish that if I'm not helping myself first. So that's my advice when it comes to anything at all. If you're pushing yourself again, beyond your limits or 
too close to your limits to satisfy others, I think you're wasting your time. Um, you can do much more good when you're conducting yourself in a way that's most efficient and comfortable for yourself. But this was not meant to be an advice for podcasters episode. This is supposed to be a one-year reflection. I would like to list my my favorite episodes. I'm looking at like all the episodes I've released. I actually haven't even, I didn't pre-rank these or anything, but so this is actually not even a ranking. I'll just pick my top five because it's not a ranking. Um, hmm. Okay. I'm looking at this from season two first. And I must say that one of my favorite episodes to research, to record, and to listen back to and to share was the Fangirls Unite episode, which is season two, episode seven. And it's unfortunately one of those episodes that was mass uploaded. And I had a lot of concerns about mass uploading something like that because I wanted to dwell in the moment of that episode. It was when I, when I record episodes, like I pre-decide the order of them. So when I record them, I generally record them in the order that they're going to be released. And I remember being like, I need to upload this one as soon as possible. Like this is just the greatest episode ever. It's the one I'm the most proud of. I didn't do a crazy amount of editing. I just felt like what I had to say was very true. And it was one of the episodes that was really deep into my own personal experiences because it was season two. I had a lot of personal experience, but I also tried to do a little bit more research and because, you know, I was previously a sociology major and I just have a certain fixation on like, um, like social phenomena and social trends, et cetera. And so that's never been absent from the podcast, but I wanted to lean into it a little bit more. I tried to do that a little bit with season two and I thoroughly enjoyed it. I have no regrets about that, but the fangirls unite episode was rooted in a very particular experience that I had. So that was great. Not saying it's number one, because there's no ranking here, but it's top five. Um, hmm. I think the the dark side of hip-hop, like, duo um, episodes at the beginning of season two. So part one got into sexism and the poor representation of women, and part two was homophobia and the glorification of violence. And it cuts off because I can't see the end of my own title, but... I was very interested in recording these. And I also had a little bit of hesitancy because um, I'm not looking at it from an insider's perspective in terms of like being an active consumer of hip hop and like following very particular artists. But I, I feel like that almost lent me a strength actually, because I think if I, I think I'm less inclined and less able to impartially evaluate other genres of music that I'm a bigger fan of because of course, my attachment to certain artists and having all this background about them and their come up and their story would, it would bleed into my analysis 100%. It's not like that with hip hop for me. I'm very much coming at it from an outsider's perspective. I have artists that I listen to, but I'm not attached to you. And so for that reason, I'm, uh, I can admit more readily able to critique you. And so I think with that, do I, I was a little bit hesitant because I know that, um, more of the people who are listening to that might listen. I didn't name drop a lot of artists. It wasn't, it wasn't an episode that was meant to name drop and call out people and go through their track records. I'm not interested in doing that. And that doesn't really accomplish anything because you can cancel one person or remove one person. It doesn't fix greater issues that exist within the music industry, specifically in the hip hop industry. And this is just things I've seen over and over and over again 
And so I really wanted to get into that. And it was something I was very proud to have made as an episode. I had to do a bit of research. I had so many notes. It's, um, they're two very long episodes, but they were wonderful. I had a wonderful time making those. I was so proud of them. I do recall like my notes were like on point. I had so much to cover. That's why it's two parts. It wasn't originally supposed to be. I was so, 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 so proud of those episodes and I still am. Um, looking to season one, which is kind of sad. Those are the only episodes I picked out of season two, but they're almost some of the only ones. Okay. I'll, it's not a top five because content wise is my favorite episode, but because it was one of the most, it was the most difficult episode for me to record. So you don't have faith. Neither do I, while I was recording it. And there's moments that I think I told myself there were things I was going to cut out, but obviously that episode ended up being mass uploaded with the others. I didn't even listen to it all the way through before I uploaded it. So it could come back to bite me in the rear end. Who knows? But it was a very difficult episode for me to record because I generally, when I'm asked, particularly when I'm asked and when I'm asked by particular people, I don't have an issue discussing my lack of faith. I'm not a religious person and I never have been. But in this episode, I went into it with more detail. I explained my logic behind it in ways I've never done before, even with myself. Um, although I had notes and things of this, I was very much speaking from the heart. And I think of all the things I've discussed, you would think that talking about body issues and puberty and my love life, like those would have been harder things for me to talk about. But those are things that I will literally talk to anyone about. And they're things I've talked to, talked about very frequently. So it wasn't anything to record it and upload it on the internet. But faith is not something I've discussed a lot. So that was a very difficult episode for me. And even when I was doing the mass upload, I genuinely was like, maybe I'll just remove it. But I didn't. And proud of myself for having uploaded it. And maybe one day I'll revisit it. Maybe my opinions will change. But yeah, it was. I would say if I had to give out superlatives, um, most difficult episode to record is definitely season two, episode eight. I think about three or four right now. Um, for season one, I I th- I said I was going to do favorites, but I really think my favorite episode is I Simply Shall Not Work. It's the episode that it performed very well. And that's not the only reason why I like it. It performed well, by my standards at least. And I had quite a few people who listened to it reach out to me to be like, I totally agree. Like that was my experience. And I made a little post about it on the Instagram account for the podcast, which you should totally follow. And I got comments like, yes, like I can totally, like it was one of the only episodes that people could really reach out to me and be like, yes. Cause a lot of my other experiences that I talked to are very spe- specific to my identity as black and as a woman and as a black woman. And so not all of my listeners can say this is a very particular thing that I've also experienced. It's like I understand, but it's not that I experienced it. But this is one of those episodes that I felt like it was a pretty broad sweeping experience that had more so to do with my generational identity, less so than race and gender. Um, those are totally facets of it as well, though. But I Simply Shall Not Work, one of my favorite episodes to record, it was great had a wonderful time love the feedback on it thank you everyone i think i'll pick one more um um i don't know hmm i think another one mm, i'm trying to decide if i want to do i don't remember friends love and relationships i know that's the one i should pick it's probably it's like my best performing episode to date 
Lots of people enjoyed that one. I got good feedback on it. It was a good first episode. But for some reason, I think I'm more inclined to choose one of my body positivity, body shaming, and social media episodes. There's two parts for that. Um, I think I want to pick that because I one of the first ones I did research for, it was both an episode. I think, hmm, I think that one was also a little bit of a tricky area for me because um, while I talked about personal experience, I was also talking about broader social movements. And by the time I was on this pod, was working on this podcast, I'd removed myself from social media. And so my perspective on the body positivity movement was slightly different than what it might be for someone who uses social media regularly, like every day. But, and it was also one of the few times I've name dropped people and I don't have any regrets on my opinions. I'm quite solid on those. Um, but it was a good episode and I was very upset because I always get nervous at two part episodes because people tend to listen to one and not the other. Um, and so for my second part, I thought my second part was great. I think to a certain degree, I liked it even more. Um, and if I remember correctly, I'm pretty sure, yeah, part one, more people listen to part one than part two. What can I do about it? But I really enjoyed that. I will say the opening episode was great. As I said, talking about my love life, the train wreck that it is, is not something I'm nervous to talk about. Like I'm telling you, there are two things that if you meet me in person and if you want to get to know me very, very quickly, the two things I will ramble on about are mental health and body image. I literally have talked about it day on, like day in, day out for the past like five years. Like it's, you can meet me and it can be our first conversation and I will tell you my entire mental health history. It's okay. Um, so yeah, like those are my top episodes. It's been a really, really great experience. I, this is not meant to be a full length episode. So I think we're going to, we're nearing the end in this whole time. I don't know if I said anything of substance, but I'd like to believe that I did. And I kind of want to end on the note of what comes next. I mentioned before that everything else I've touched as a project or anything like that over the past year has been very heavily influenced by the podcast. And it's very true. Um, and as such, I've begun to dabble in other mediums of like content production or just art making, media making. And, you know, I've picked up a camera. I've dabbled in, um, in filmmaking. I've dabbled in photography. I've recently started to try to do a little bit more painting. I've only completed one painting since I've been back home from school and have been too lazy to paint anything else. But picking up a paintbrush for the very first time and painting without drawing was a very interesting experience. But And I want to try out ceramics very soon as well. So I'm trying to just do things, not because I want to become excellent at any of them, but because I think art is very therapeutic. And I like to find safe haven and relaxation off screen and so or just away from technology as far as i can go and so um things like painting ceramics etc are things that i think are really great opportunity to really relax i would say even if i don't do particularly well they don't have to go in exhibits but this is all to say that i am trying out new things and it doesn't mean i want to step away from podcasting i think it's been really really great i think it's super fun but I realize it's not something I want to do by myself. I don't, I've enjoyed like all the episodes I've done. Most of the episodes have been solo episodes. I'll occasionally, especially more in season two, I've made an active effort to have features with guests and I've had my chat with episodes, which I all, I loved recording every single one of them. Um, 
you know, thank you to everyone that's, that's another thing. Thank you to everyone that's been a guest, whether it be a chat with her as a feature. Rosalie's been there like three times. Thank you, Malik. Thank you, Christine. Thank you, Gabby. Like, it's been great having you guys. Um, this is not the end of the podcast. Um, I feel like I'm talking like this is the end. I don't think I'm going to continue my usual format. Um, I'm, I've enjoyed having guests so much more. I think I've been a lot more lively. The planning process has been easier, conversation smoother, just a more enjoyable process for me. Um, there'll probably be occasional episodes if I'm speaking about something very particular to myself and I'm not interested in having a conversation or argument. It'll be a solo moment, but I think I'm really aiming to bring on a guest, a different guest in every episode to talk about different topics. Um, I really want to try out having more than one guest at a time. That's something I've never attempted. That could be fun. Um, I don't know what topics I'm going to do. Honestly, like I, I still have lists when I started season one, I had a list of like 30 to 40 things. And I honestly planned all the way through to season four, actually, but I'm a different person now than I was a year ago. So things might change. The world is changing. So yeah, I, this is the first summer, which obviously it's the first summer, it's a year later, but I had thought that I would be spending this summer planning episodes and recording episodes. And it's interesting because in the months before I came home from school, I didn't really think about working on the podcast this summer. I have other things going on, obviously, trying out new mediums and working, etc. But it feels good to not feel like it's a job anymore. It, it felt like for a long time that it was a job and I was just stressed out. And I feel like having guests and having another person to carry conversation with is just a massive weight off my shoulders. I'm trying to get into interviewing people, not just having guests, but interviews. My chat with episodes are all interviews. Highly recommend you listen to those. Those episodes have performed very well. I'm very happy to have had all these amazing guests. Again, thank you to Malik, Rossi, and Christine. It's just been, I love interviewing people. I'm very shy about it. I'm very nervous to approach people. I've had a list of people I'm going to interview for about three months now, and I've only reached out to one of them because I am so nervous to reach out to people. It's the most terrifying thing in the world for me, but I love interviewing people. And hopefully if I can get over this, I want to interview. I've met some really dope people while I've been at college and I want you to meet these really cool people as well. So looking to bring on more guests, looking to do more interviews, looking to change format a little bit. I'm looking to explore other things. I don't think I'm going to tie myself down to a regular uploading schedule anymore. That's just not feasible for me at this time in my life. If I wasn't doing anything at all this summer, sure, but I'm, I'm a busy person now. So I think I'm totally fine with just recording when I can and uploading when I can. And I think that is just okay. This is a hobby. It's not my job. I'm not going to put pressure on myself. As soon as I start putting pressure on myself, it's not fun. So. Yeah, like I'm working on other things. I wish I could say that I have like a million super secret projects for you guys to wait on. There's a couple things. By a couple, I mean like one project that I've been working on for the past year that I started at about the same time as the podcast. That's a long-term project. Um, It's been a year so far, which is crazy to think I've been working on that project for a year. When I took a gap, a break um, from the podcast, I also took a break from that project and it's been a lot harder to get back into that regularly and I still haven't, unfortunately. But that's something that you're probably not going to see, unfortunately, for like another like two years, which sounds crazy to say out loud, but it's the reality of the situation because I'm not trying to pressure myself to finish it. But it's definitely the coolest project I've worked on. And when it's done, it'll probably be the thing I'm the most proud of. So yeah, um, other things in the making outside of the podcast, 
you might see a little bit less of me, you might hear a little bit less of me, but I'd rather work less, be happier doing the work and upload better content by doing it this way for myself. So I don't know. I am kind of over my workhorse moment. As I said, I simply do not desire to work. And so when I put myself in high stress situations like this, it really sucks the fun out of it. So if you're starting a podcast, if you're working on anything, just have fun. Like don't obsess over the analytics, which is something that I did early on as well. Don't get obsessed with how many people are following your account or listening to your episodes or whatever. Cause it's just, it's fun. It's amazing. If it blows up, if it does amazing, sorry if I hit the microphone a second ago, but that's really cool if it takes off. And I had very high expectations in that regard, but relax, like enjoy yourself, have fun with it. And what happens happens, you know, um, this year has been a creative journey for me. I've never felt more creative in the sense of someone. And I take creative to mean like, I'm not very artistically like gifted. I can't draw. I can't paint. Like I, I, I try things because I think they seem really fun, but I'm not the greatest at a lot of things. But I do them because I find them enjoyable. And that's something I'm getting more comfortable with. And it's something I highly recommend. Don't obsess over being the greatest at this one thing. Just do it because it's fun. And for that reason, I felt the most creative I have in a long time because I've tried out so many new things. So please try out anything you want to do, creative or art, arts-related or otherwise. Just do it. This is been a very fun time have not recorded anything in an incredibly long time actually um it's fun i am sitting in my empty bedroom talking to you all but i don't feel very lonely it feels very good i don't know i didn't expect to be where i am a year from now didn't expect things to turn out the way that they did but i totally believe that everything happens for a reason and yeah i think i'm getting to a better place now in terms of working on things and just being comfortable and being happy. So I wish that for all of you as well. And I can't say enough how grateful I am for every person that's ever listened or liked a post on the podcast account or left me a comment or sent me a DM. It's meant the world to me. Um, I've, I'm just so incredibly grateful for all the support that I've gotten. And I don't think anyone could truly, like I could never put into words and no one could truly comprehend how happy getting a a little DM, like, oh my God, I think your podcast is really cool. You don't understand how much it means to me to get good feedback on my work. Open to critique, but not right now. Um, So yeah, I'm happy to have chatted your ear off for the past half hour, and I hope that you've made it to the end. Um, I'm very excited to see what comes in the future. I'm excited to see when it comes in the future. Um, It's just, I've had a great time, and Thank you all for listening and for supporting and just being really, really great. Very kind to me. I really appreciated that. And yeah, this has been your host, Crystal, and this has been the Untitled Podcast. Um, It's been a wonderful year. Thank you so much. And I look forward to at least another year, but hopefully many more years to come. Thank you all very much. Bye.